Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, brothers and sisters. Welcome again in this new episode of your program, Ramadan in Islam. Now, uh, we were talking about the last 10 nights of Ramadan and how important to invest in these last 10 nights and to do a lot of good deeds. All the type of good deeds are good to do in these last 10 nights, especially giving charity, uh, doing prayers. But the most important good deed to do is night prayer, is to do, uh, try your best to stay most of the night praying for Allah during these last 10 nights of Ramadan, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, who, uh, whom Allah has forgave all his mistakes in advance, whom Allah have prevented him from doing mistakes, he's masoom, as we know, and he's a prophet of Allah, and his last messenger and prophet, even though he, he knows, as Allah told him, that he will be in paradise, as all prophets are in paradise, as we know, but even though that, he used to do a lot of work, that a lot of us, who do a lot of mistakes during the year, whom are not good with Allah most of the year, are not doing. Well, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu used to stay all night during the last ten nights of Ramadan in prayers for Allah. Now, uh, one important thing to remember is whenever you do prayer, uh, a night prayer with the Imam in, in, in the mosque, there is a hadith that is very important that a lot of people uh, do not apply, which is that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu said, whoever prayed with his Imam, until the Imam leaves, then Allah will write for him the reward of praying the whole night. So it's very important when you go to Taraweeh prayer, we see a lot of people leaving after four rakah, or a lot of people leaves after the eighth rakah, and they don't wait until the Imam pray Shafi' and Witr, until he pray the two and one rakah uh, to end his prayer. And a lot of people, they pray all these uh, rakahs, but they leave the last rakah, which is the rakah of witr. And this is wrong, because uh, if you stay until the imam prays witr, and until the imam finishes his prayer, and sit after the prayer to say tasbih, and uh, face the, uh, the people who came to pray, then uh, if you leave after that, Allah would write for you, as uh, the reward, as if you prayed all night. So this is very important not to miss, especially in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. Now I also advise you not to busy yourself with buying for Eid. You should have done that early on, or if you have to, then try to do it in the daytime, not in the time, nighttime. Nighttime should be totally invested in praying and asking Allah for reward and saying prayers and reading Quran. This is what you should do. Now, even a, a ministrating woman or a woman who has a nifas, post-delivery, postpartum, she should also, uh, uh, she cannot pray, she cannot fast, but she should not miss the, the night of Laylatul Qadr. She should be doing a lot of dhikr. She can read Quran, and since according to scholars, that uh, she, uh, a woman, even if she has menses, she is allowed to read Qur'an. I mean, if a woman does not read Qur'an or say dhikr for a week, then she will forget, she will be away from Allah. Especially that she is not allowed to pray or uh, fast uh, during the time of menses. Uh, so it's very, very important. 
that a woman who is menstruating or a woman who is uh, post-delivery, who is uh, not able to fast, or a patient who is not fasting uh, due uh, to a reason, he should invest into doing a lot of remembrance of Allah, uh, he should read a lot of Quran uh, during these last 10 nights of Ramadan, he should be asking Allah for reward, uh, and uh, he should be showing Allah that if it wasn't that he has a reason why he's not uh, uh, praying in congregation and praying all night, he would have done that, and Allah will write for him the reward as if he had done it even though he did not. So remember uh, uh, to uh, try your best to do that uh, in these last ten nights of Ramadan so that you don't miss the night of Laylat al-Qadr. Now, uh, a lot of people uh, say that uh, they talk about uh, the fact that uh, a woman is not allowed to, uh, uh, to uh, pray or fast during menses. And they think that this is something that is uh, uh, not right, for example, or it is, uh, you know, uh, it does degrade or something like that. But we say uh, that uh, a lot of women during uh, the menses, they uh, suffer from pains, they suffer from, there is blood coming out and some women have uh, heavy periods. Also a lot of women, as they know, during the time of menses, they change uh, uh, from the point of view of psychosocially, uh, they might be very nervous, they can get angry very quickly. So Allah knows His creation and that's why uh, Allah was merciful uh, with uh, a woman uh, in Islam. He was very merciful with them that He did not oblige them to pray while they are menstruating. He, he did not oblige them to, um, uh, to fast while they are menstruating. Otherwise it would have been a burden on them and Allah as we know does not want to burden us. He does not like to burden us. And uh, as he uh, said in the Holy Quran in the last verse of uh, Surah Al-Baqarah, uh, Allah does not want to burden us like uh, uh, he put burden on nations before you. Muslims, the Sahaba have asked him for that. They said, O oh Allah, don't put burden of us as, you, uh, as it was uh, uh, burdened on nations before us. And nations before us, they were burdened because they were not uh, uh, good with Allah. They they changed their religion, and that's why Allah has burdened them, because they innovated in their religion. And innovation usually comes with difficulty. Uh, and that's why in Islam, innovation is totally not allowed at all. The Prophet Muhammad said that whoever innovates in our religion, then he is not one of us. And the Prophet Muhammad, the, an, an innovated prayer or an innovated type of dhikr, remembrance, or an innovated any type of work is not going to be rewarded. So an innovator will only tire himself and he will get no reward whatsoever. He will in actual fact get punishment for innovating in Islam. Prophet Muhammad have said that uh, innovate, uh, innovators Allah will not accept their prayers or fasting. Allah will not accept their work. So it's very, very important to know that Islam, as Allah has said in the Holy Quran, is a complete religion. Allah, as He said in the Holy Quran, 
in the last verse that was revelated to the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and this was during the last Hajj the Prophet made with his companions he, Allah has revelated to him on the day of Arafah he, Allah revelated today I perfected your religion I perfected your religion our religion is perfect there is no need to for additions or deletions anyone who adds anything to the religion of Islam as if he's saying uh, that it's not perfect it's not complete and that's why I'm adding but this is something that is totally wrong in the religion of Islam it's totally wrong to try to add something even if you think that it is good so for example let us give an example if one fasts in, 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 and for example instead of uh, fasting until the sunset he says okay I want to fast instead of fasting sunrise to sunset he says okay let us fast from sunset to sunrise and he thinks that this is fasting and this is good we say no this is an innovation and you will be punished because you try to bring something new in the religion of Islam innovation is good if you do something that's not a religious that has nothing to do with religion because our religion Islam is perfect no need for addition or deletion especially that the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, after his death our religion is complete and nobody nobody is allowed no matter who he is to add to it so this is very very important uh, fact to know and this is something that I would like to advise you all before you do anything that is an act of re a religious act you should ask yourself do I have a proof about that thing from the Holy Quran? Do I have a proof from an authentic hadith? Did the Sahaba did do what I'm trying to do? If you don't fulfill this criteria, then don't do it. Don't waste your time. It might be an innovation in this religion and you will get no reward. You will actually get punishment in the hereafter for allowing yourself to try and add or delete in this perfect religion that Allah has said about to his prophet in the day of Arafah in his last Hajj today I perfected your religion and I accepted Islam for you as the religion for everyone that is living in this universe as you know the prophet Muhammad وسلم, was a prophet for all the nations for everyone until the hereafter whereas most of other prophets they were sent to certain people, to their people. So Moses, for example, was sent to the children of Israel. Jesus was sent to the children of Israel. But Muhammad وسلم, was sent to all nations, to every nation during his time. And the followers of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, are obliged to uh, continue his, uh, his religion and are obliged to spread his religion to all the nations after the death of the Prophet Muhammad Now we will go back now since we already advised you about the last 10 days of Ramadan and we thought that it's very important to do that at the beginning of these last 10 nights of Ramadan the 10 nights that Allah has sweared by in His uh, in the Holy Quran He said, Allah has said وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ by the dawn and the last the ten nights and scholars said these ten nights are the last ten nights of 
Ramadan. Now, uh, we will go back to our uh, uh, main subject, which is health in Ramadan. We were talking about the, uh, the number one killer or a disease, which is heart and vascular disease. And we've already talked about the benefits of Ramadan for vascular disease. And we say that it decreases cholesterol, it decreases weight, which is very important, and uh, that we should invest into good balanced diet that is low in animal fat, high in fruits and vegetables, high in fibers, uh, high in uh, uh, fish, and avoid oil as much as possible uh, by not eating grilled food and uh, using other ways of uh, um, cooking food. And uh, then also we were talking about hypertension as a disease uh, that, uh, uh, that is a risk factor in heart disease. And we've already also mentioned that before, that hypertension is a disease that uh, usually can, be, can decrease during the fasting month because decreasing our weight by 4 or, uh, four or 5 kilos usually is enough to decrease a mild hypertension to normal. So, inshallah, we will be continuing our advices in the next uh, few episodes that we have that are left in this month. Uh, thank you very much for watching us, and we will see you tomorrow in another episode of your program, Ramadan in Islam. Thank you.